everyone and welcome back to the annual E3 Predictacular from your friends at Link to the Cast.eu. Boy howdy, the Electronic 3 is upon us again and I am joined by my uh, my co-Nostradamus for the evening and that is Mark Robinson, the platforming prodigy. Mark, how are you? More like co-Nostradamus. That panned out beautifully for you there, my friend. <laughs> I am... I am so just, tired. Just even a small break with the usual intro and you're already thrown off kilter. So tired. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, like... I am the closest I've ever been to working in the games industry. Well, technically I do work in the games industry. And so I should have a real kind of like thumb on the pulse of what's going to be happening with E3. And I have never felt more further removed from like it, it, it barely dawned on me that E3 is actually this week. And mm. it's also dawned on me that I'm not going to see a minute of it. Um, but yeah. I will be seeing Gorillas on Saturday. So that's at least right. some compensation. Um, yeah. But well, well, here's the thing. And I think it is one of the characteristic features of E3 this year. I, I don't think it's just because of you. I like this is a mid to late cycle E3. Like we're we're more than halfway through the console generation. There's no new hardware to be announced unless there's a fucking massive surprise this weekend. So there there is that sense of a bit of a lull that things aren't as urgent and important. The race has kind of been run and nothing that gets announced this weekend is going to make like for example Microsoft catch up on Sony or anything like that. Um and a lot of the kind of as we get into the discussion, a lot of the platform holders and a lot of the publishers and the developers have really been trying to tamp down expectations this year. Yeah, I I think we're still coming off of the back of a number of <clears throat> E3 presentations uh, that just bombarded you with like one shocker after another. Um, mm. Whether it was. The, the Year of Dreams and Year of Dreams 2 from Sony a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, even Nintendo last year. Um, yeah. Had a the last two things. years now with Nintendo, with Nintendo, they've been doing great. Yeah. Um, so I think at this point, like, no one has kind of mad expectations. And obviously, we'll, we'll go into this as, as mm. we go through each um, company. Um, but, you know, you look at Sony and it's it seems pretty clear cut what they're going to be uh, showing this year um, mm. because it's just it's a combination of stuff that we've already seen from last year basically uh, yes. I, I don't think anyone's expecting kind of any big surprises 
Um, no, nobody's expecting, but again, we will talk about that. And like with Nintendo, a lot of the stuff we expect them to talk about is coming off of the back of last year, to be quite honest, because mm. they had a number of announcements that didn't actually provide anything other than saying, hey, this is a thing that will be happening at some point. Um, yes. So I think that's kind of, I, th- I think that's going to be the, th- the theme of E3 this year for a, uh, a lot of the, the press conferences. is just, hey, here is actually some information about some stuff we said will be happening at some point. Uh, which is fine. Uh, like, uh, you know, you don't need to have a press conference that's like, here are five games that you were not expecting to hear about at all. It doesn't have to yeah. be like that. Mm. Uh, now, we'll get into it and we'll kind of go conference by conference. And I think the way we'll do it, Mark, is we'll 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 break it down in order. We're going to skip the, the PC gaming show because we never really have anything to say on that. So the, the ones we'll be talking about here are... I mean, that is uh, the designated piss break for everyone, really. It, it really is. Um, we have EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Uh, so they're the ones we'll be talking about. We'll For each one of them, we'll do a brief bit of chat about what we're kind of like what the usual press conference is like um for those of you who may not be kind of familiar with the whole uh e3 hype train and then we're gonna make some predictions and this year i'm actually going to after the show i'm going to listen back and i'm going to write down our predictions and i'm going to keep a a spreadsheet going and um we'll see who got the most predictions closest to correct I'll, I'll, i'll award points and half points based on accuracy uh, what about points which... on ambition? <laughs> there will be plenty of those because I have a couple of moonshots and one of your uh, your traditions on the E3 predictacular is to make some wild predictions. I might actually have um, to go back to last year's show and, and listen to what I predicted. Yeah. Um, so what what we'll do is, uh, as well, I, I, I thought this idea to add an extra wrinkle to it. If one of us does a prediction and, uh, like, say I make a prediction and you want to try and get a point off the back of that by disagreeing with me, you can uh, place a bet down there and say that definitely won't happen. Okay. Uh, and if I'm wrong and you're right on that one, you'll get the point and not me. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So, without further ado, let's just dive into it. And uh, <clears throat> kicking off uh, the, the E3 season... The crowd will go mild as EA take to the stage. This will be timed out. We're going to give the times out in uh, GMT here. And uh, they will be going on Saturday, the 9th of June uh, at 7 p.m. I I think it's fair to say that the last couple of years, Mark, uh, EA has been by some distance the, the worst of the conferences not in terms of the games that are announced but in terms of the way they are presented and that it's not even that kind of bad press conference that's like ironically funny no it's in some ways um ea with their e3 press conferences are the uh, equivalent of that gif how do you do fellow kids you know mm. Um, we saw last year, I remember specifically last year, I presume they did it the year before, but, um, I remember for the Star Wars to Battlefront, uh, conference, um, Mm -hmm. or that part of the conference, and it was just a bombardment of influencers that I either didn't, have never heard of, or I didn't care about, uh, telling me that this game was going to be great. Um, now the actual, like, 
footage of the game being played. It's like, yeah, that's what I want to see. I have no interest in some shill telling me that this game is going to be great. Um, but I, obviously, I'm not the intended market for that kind of thing. And I think, as a whole, um, EA and the direction that they take, and I mean, most of the games that they have. Uh, a lot of that direction just isn't targeted at someone like me, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but they have some serious PR work to do because yeah, they're, is... they're coming off of the back of Star Wars Battlefront 2 and the whole fucking <laughs> chaos that came with that and the whole loot box fiasco, uh, which makes, I think, everyone very intrigued to see exactly what the fuck is Anthem and is yeah. part of the reason why they got pushed back half a year to a year because of the response of Star Wars Battlefront. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think this is a year um, where they really need to, if they have their heads screwed on right, uh, this should be the mea culpa year uh, where they, and I'm sure they won't be alone um, in people pushing games based on the lack of microtransactions. Um, I think that's going to be a thing people say this year. You know the way like last year EA's thing that shot themselves in the foot was talking about how they're getting rid of traditional single player or they think traditional single player is dead. And then you have the likes of Wolfenstein centering part of their PR campaign around the fact that single player is great. Mm -hmm. And Bethesda did a whole long skit about saving single player games like it was some sort of children in need benefit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think you're going to... I think you're going to I at least hope it, well it'll be one of two things it's either that or you know and in some ways I'd be impressed that they just double down um, if this is like a core part of their company strategy well, well like, I mean we'll I, see because we have Battlefield as well yeah. Uh, I don't fight. expect anything wild like microtransactions being taken out of FIFA or oh, anything God. like that oh, but um, uh, maybe projects going forward the likes of an Anthem or something like that you'll find them uh, scaled back to say the least but uh, <laughs> anyway let's get into it I have um, how many predictions do you have for EA here uh, I have I have three for most of them so. okay so I have three as well so uh, I'll, I'll, the floor is yours if you want to go with your first one first alright um I think that there won't be anything Star Wars related announced outside of uh, any kind of additional content for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, I think, like, we know that the main studio that works on Star Wars is DICE because they do the, the Battlefront games and they, they switch on and off between Battlefield and Battlefront. So this is a Battlefield year. So I think that's that's reasonable to expect, especially after the, the Amy Hennig game. Uh Hmm. We we all know what happened there, uh, with that studio getting shut down. So, uh, yeah, I'd say that's a fair enough prediction. Uh, my first prediction is going to be that Anthem is dated for 2019. Um, I think maybe if at a push, if I'm pushed to say, um, if they say what part of the year, I would say summer. Well, I'm pretty sure that it's already been pushed back to 2019, I think. I think it's, like, scheduled for, like, early 2019. Because I think mm. it was originally scheduled for 2018 and then got pushed back. So... I don't think they ever officially announced that it was, though, did they? Uh, I don't, I don't know. think they ever... 
I, I could f- be wrong. I feel like that that's something that was um, announced some at some point this year. So okay. uh, well, I, I think it's 2019 anyway. But okay. Well, I, I'll 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 be more specific then, and I will say summer 2019. Okay. Cool. Um, because I think if they push it too close to the autumn, they'll cannibalize a lot of their own games. Um, because presumably there'll be another Star Wars game coming out next year. Um, so they don't want to do like they did with Titanfall 2 again, hopefully. Yeah, although we have uh, a release date for Battlefield 5 yet. Uh, that will presumably be November. That, that usually doesn't release too far off when Call of Duty does. So then they absolutely want Anthem out sometime before that. Oh, no, no. Uh, like, Battlefield will be out this year in November. Oh, okay. Because right, this, they do year on year off oh, Battlefield, yeah, 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 yeah. Battlefront. So Sorry, Battlefield yeah. is out November 2018, Jesus, roughly. Is, October, is November. Battlefield 4 already will already be two years old then. Battlefield War, uh, Battlefield oh, 1. Yeah, Battlefield World War 1. Yeah, that, that'd be two years old this, this wow. autumn, yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, I would say summer 2019. I think summer seems like a great time, um, especially with one of my other predictions for a big shooter that will probably be coming out early next year. I think summer is a good time for Anthem, sure. uh, especially because it's usually a quiet time of year for games. If they bring out a huge EA game in the summer, um, they, they could clean up. Hmm. Uh, second prediction, Mark. Uh, one of the big sports titles, uh, I'm not going to say a specific one. I'm just going to go with... Any sports title that is under the EA umbrella will go free to play. Ooh, interesting. Um, and they will double down on the not maybe specifically the the loot box side of things, but they will take one of those games and they will use that as a as a litmus test to see if the the free to play model is in any way a financial financial viable option for uh, I- their sports games. Do you know what? I will tack on to that bet to try and claim a half point if I'm right. That if this, if you are right and get the full point for that one, I will make a more specific prediction that it's the NBA Live franchise. Yeah, that that's if you're gonna go for one, that's probably that's not a, an yeah. unreasonable one to go for. I I would say so, um, because that's probably the only way they can really get a jump on the market on the 2K basketball games is by making it free. Uh, my second prediction is also about an EA Sports title and one that I'm very familiar with. Um, and that is based on information we've talked about in the podcast lately. I believe that the FIFA 19 trailer will have as its centerpiece selling point the announcement of the UEFA Champions League license. <laughs> That's not the biggest uh, reach you've gone for. And I well, would agree. I would agree. <laughs> To be fair, even like in past years when they get like new tournaments and new leagues and things like that, the thing that they keep harping on is what celebrity, like what celebrity player they have this year or what, you know, have they been able to dig up Jose Mourinho or something like that. So I think making the centerpiece an actual game mode, it would be a little bit different for, for FIFA. And I'd be very happy with that. Um, Your final prediction, sir. Um, I will go one further in terms of what will be the centre uh, showpiece. Um, maybe okay. not so much on the game itself, but maybe uh, the kind of announcement of it or the, the presentation uh, during the actual uh, EA press conference. Unravel um, 2. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> somewhere in the, the, the promotion or the packaging, uh, Big Zlats will be a big core part of it because... 
the fucker's got <laughs> nothing to do over the summer. So um, I don't know whether it will be part of the the, uh, the the actual conference or somewhere along the lines, uh, Big Slats is going to be involved. Uh, he does live in LA money. now. There we go. It makes perfect sense. Bi- yeah. You know what? There we go. Big Slats will be at E3. Hashtag FIFA is Latan. <laughs> I, I can, can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. And then my final one, this is the most grounded and inevitable prediction of all of them. Just trying to make sure I get a point on the board early here. Um, the Battlefield trailer, I, 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 this is uh, two predictions in one here, so half a point for each. Um, we'll scale back on the women references to make sure they don't scare off the tiny, tiny wow. man children with their with their disposable income they they won't uh, have as much to do with the women in the trailer and the trailer will also feature super fun streamers showing you how great the multiplayer is <sighs> i mean you're probably Just, not wrong yeah in the like it kind of in the grand tradition of like far cry annoying the man children and them scaling back on it I think this is them going, hey, it's not all about the women here. There's something for the men who are easily parted with their money. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're probably not wrong. Um, so this will be this year's uh, Far Cry 5. Basically, this yeah. will be the yeah, backing down from your hilltop award for the year. Um, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well, indeed. Okay, moving on from there. And I've already lost my timetable. Ah, there we go. Uh, Microsoft. This is a really interesting one, Mark. Uh, taking place on Sunday, the 10th of June at 9 p.m. GMT. Uh, Microsoft have a very interesting year ahead of themselves here. Having announced within the last couple of years that they're going to focus on their own kind of first party development, it hasn't been going swimmingly. <laughs> Um, and this is the one where uh, I spoke with uh, a friend of ours, Jamie O'D from Twitter. Uh, over the weekend, we were just having a chat about E3. Um, and the two of us were at a loss to try and think, like, what is an actual mortal lock to show up on the Microsoft stage this year? Uh-huh. Um, w- PS4 being real confident and telling people ahead of time here are the huge huge stonking great first party games we're going to be talking about um and you got to think microsoft's conference can't just be all third party and then maybe like one or two small first party can it mark what do you think about this one well there's a lot of things that are interesting about um microsoft this year that aren't specifically the games um just like the approach they're taking um so this is from Tech Radar that uh, confirming that uh, Microsoft for E3 2018, uh, they're going to do things a little bit different, kind of than the way Nintendo have been for the last few years, and with EA as well. Uh, Microsoft uh, moving things up, things away from the convention center show floor uh, in order to host a more fan-focused event in the Microsoft Theater. Uh, though Microsoft will still have a presence on the traditional show floor, uh, which will be dedicated to their streaming service Mixer. Um, and Microsoft's press briefing is also moving location to doing it somewhere else. It's they say that it's it's because of the increased attendance numbers, which is probably legitimate in fairness. But the simple fact is, I just I don't know what they're gonna have. Like people have been saying, oh, there might be a, a Gears of War five or a Halo. What are we on five or six now? I think we're on six. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously uh, Crackdown 3, which we'll probably talk about. Um, 
um, Fable 4. But, you know, there's nothing that's confirmed, there's nothing that's concrete, and to be honest, there's nothing that is particularly compelling. Um, because it's fine and all having another Gears of War, another Halo, but, you know, we're up there high in the numbers, and, like, unless they do a fucking Resident Evil with either of those games and just mm. completely change the way those games are, which I just, I can't see them doing. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't see what they have to bring to the table this year. And, like, we are not the uh, biggest, um, should we say, promoters or, or fans of Microsoft. Oh, fans is probably not the right word. I mean, not, you barely use your Xbox One and I don't have one. Um mm. And the simple reason for that is because there's nothing really that there is to be played on it. Yeah, like when good stuff comes out on that Xbox, I've used it. Or yeah. when good stuff has come out on my Xbox, you have used it. And in fact, it stuck f- well into Cuphead last my year. My favourite game of last year was on the Xbox One, Xbox One which, yeah. you know, the irony of that is not lost on me. Um, but after that, I just, I just don't know. Do you know? Because I don't know. Well, I've got some predictions, but I don't know. <laughs> I have some good predictions as well. Uh, so I- I'll go first for this one. Um, do you have three or do you have... Oh, I how got many three. I got three. Okay. And they're all spectacular. Well, okay. Well, I have four, but what I'm going to do is two of them are quite tame. So I'll combine them together right. and I won't get two points. But if I get one of them right, I'll get a point. I mean, if I get any of these three right, I deserve to win this outright. Okay, so the tame ones I have, which I will join together as my first prediction, is that we will either get the trailer for Halo 6 or for the new Splinter Cell game. Okay. Which has been rumored. Um, Not much else to say on that. I I think, again, Halo, Halo 5 was just a lot, like a lot more of the same. Um, so they're going to have to do something pretty cool with Halo 6 to make me super interested. Um, and I do think it's about time for a new Splinter Cell game. I'd like to see, in light of the likes of um, Hitman 2016, what uh, Splinter Cell could cook up. That could try and um, make that world of covert assassination and stealth uh, fun like they did with Hitman. Um What's your first prediction for Microsoft? So my first one is, it's more subjective, um, but we'll, we'll roll with it. Uh, the most exciting thing that will be announced uh, by Microsoft this year uh, will just be some random indie game shoved in a showreel with about 10 other indie games that everyone will see for about 10 seconds and go, what the fuck was that? And then we won't hear about it for another six months. This will be the Mugman Chronicles. <laughs> I'll get on board with that. Okay. An isometric RPG with Mugman. Here, here's my second one. So they're getting increasingly daring from here. Um, and this one, I, I thought about, like, I could have gone either way on this, and I decided to go down on what I think would be the most entertaining version of it for me. My second prediction is that they don't say a fucking thing about Crackdown. <laughs> a whole hour passes, and it ends, and everyone's like, Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Where's Terry Crews? What the fuck? I will top you, Dave Ryan. Okay. Uh, my second prediction is that they'll announce Crackdown 4. <laughs> okay, well, I think I know which one of us is more likely to get the point. <laughs> 
It's like the uh, after Avatar 1 came out and they immediately uh, announced Avatar 2, 3, and 4. Oh, that's just because that kind of James Cameron's insane. Uh. But, yeah. And then my final prediction, and I hummed and hawed. Was that, that was your second prediction, that, wasn't it? I like that you questioned me, yes. That legitimately was my second yeah. prediction. Okay, so my final prediction and my, my one of the biggest moonshots of my whole E3 prediction sheet here. Um, and I agonized over where to put it down, but I may as well because I had a spare slot on Microsoft. Put it down for Microsoft. I believe we are going, based on a couple of, a couple of rumblings the last couple of days... Maybe not at Microsoft, but I, I, I'm going to take, for, for the extra credit, say it'll happen at Microsoft. We're going to see Rocksteady's new game, and it's Superman. Interesting. Because uh, Game Informer's editor uh, said something very telling on Twitter the other day, where he said that he said something about how the next Game Informer cover, you know, they get the exclusive announcement covers. Yeah. He said, our next cover is very, 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 very good. And someone replied, because it's long been rumored that Rocksteady's next game is Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they replied with a picture of Superman. And instead of kind of denying it or laughing it off like he has done in the past when people have bothered him about if he knows anything about it, he just said he needs a different cape. I mean, it's more likely to be Superman than Aquaman. Um, yeah, um, I think the two rumors for the next Rocksteady game were uh, Superman or Justice League. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge with with Superman and yeah. I, I'm very curious to see Superman hanging off of gargoyles and uh, taking out enemies in stealth. I, I'm down be, for it, son. I would be very curious to see actually how a, a Superman game in 2019, 2020 uh, would be because. Um, it's fair to say, out of, of all of the superheroes, he's not fared particularly well over the years. Uh, so he's he's likely due to have, you know, a, a, a relatively decent game. Now, do they yeah. use the likeness of Henry Cavill? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. Although I would like it if they have to if they CGI in a mustache only to CGI it out again. That which seems be... that seems like a thing that would happen. Your final prediction. Uh, Microsoft will announce a handheld console based on the Duke. <laughs> yeah, that is... Um, you, you've eaten the point on that one there, I think. That's fine. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's fair to say. But if it um, gets announced, I'm, I'm taking the victory and I'm... Uh, you should. There should be a ticker tape parade if you're right on that one. <laughs> um, the next conference is Bethesda, 2.30am Monday, June 11th uh, by GMT. Bethesda, the last couple of years, have uh, made a name for just the... They, they've only been doing this a couple of years, and they're already better than some of the people who've been doing this for a long, long time, these conferences. Well, I mean, they have very, very good games, which yes, helps. Yes, it helps very much. Um, so last year, we had a really cool themed show. Do you remember it was based around, like, Bethesda Land Amusement Park? Yes. Um, and they had the Quake Champions trailer, which, like, completely floored everybody, like... Because I think everyone was joking that, oh yeah, oh no, sorry, that was the year before last, wasn't it? Uh, was it? Bethesda Land, Bethesda Land, Bethesda Land. Bethesda, uh, Bethesda Land was definitely last year, yeah. but I can't remember whether Quake Champions was last year or not. Oh god, I can't remember. They all blew so into the one. Quake, the Quake Champions one blew everybody away. The Wolfenstein 2 trailer was fabulous last year. Um, so yeah, they've been doing really well. They had that skit about 
save single player games. Uh, they've been doing really good. Like you said, they have a roster of great games. And perhaps most rewardingly of all, they gave us that really screamy, excited woman for the Elder Scrolls Online thing. <laughs> Do you remember her? Oh, God, her. Oh, the shrieking just... woman. <laughs> I've never heard anyone be so excited about anything in all my life. And it was for fucking Elder Scrolls Online of all things. Yeah. Terror was like, and we're going to unlock this new thing. And you heard the woman, oh my god. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was my favorite, and she should be rented out to like every E3 crowd. Um, I will let you go first here, my friend. I've got three predictions here as well. Okay. And, and one is a hell of a moonshot, let All me right. tell you. All right. I, I actually have some slightly more reasonable uh, predictions uh, okay. for once. Uh, my first one is that Dishonored will be announced as a port for the Switch. Ooh, that's a really good shout. See, but, I can play yeah. this game. Ah, okay. Robinson's here to play on this one. <laughs> and they'll do it as like some bundle package with one and two, similar to Bayonetta or for the Wii U or whatever. Okay. My first prediction is that Fallout 76 is a 2018 game. That's coming out this year. When was Fallout 4? Fallout 4 was three years ago this autumn, mm. and it, and because it's the it's not like it's not the like the core team who are presumably working on another project. Um, I, I, I the comparison I take is the turnaround between Fallout 3 and New Vegas, which was 18 months. All right, but my question for you is: on a scale of Fallout 4 to whatever, how broken will it be at launch? Um, it's a Bethesda game, so pretty broken. Yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's this year. Um, just because like they've been, again, probably working on it since Fallout 4 came out. It's using Fallout 4's engine and assets, so like there's not as they're not exactly building an engine and an asset set from the ground that's up so that saved them a bunch of time. Yeah, so yeah, I think true. I think it's a twenty eighteen game. I think it's their their big game for this year. Okay. No, that's it's a it's a good shout. Uh, my next Prediction one. Prediction number two, my friend. My next one is actually another Switch port. Uh, this time I'm going for Quake. Whether it's a port of Quake Champions or it's like a standalone Quake game, mm -hmm. uh, some version of Quake will be on the Switch. Um, I'm going to say at some point in the future. Okay. That's more my of a thing that I want more than a thing that could happen. Yeah, this is the the second prediction of mine is is half something we want, and I, this is a prediction a prediction for. I, I was trying to think. So when Fallout seventy six got announced, I was like, "This is interesting because it's not like Bethesda. To, it wasn't like somebody leaked Fallout seventy six. They didn't have to give it away, which makes me think that they have one announcement that's going to steal some headlines, and that's what this prediction is about. Um, I think that at this year's E3, they will either show a teaser for this is the the first the first one of these is the real kind of like wild speculation, and that is Elder Scrolls six, or and I'm keeping my fingers crossed on this one. Doom 2. <laughs> See, I... neither game will release this year. I think like fall 2019 is the the most optimistic. Um, but I think we get a teaser for one or the other. See, I thought about Doom. Um, I frequently think about Doom. Well, I mean, why would you not? <laughs> I if, and it's it's a big if. If there is anything. Uh, even remotely uh, 
Doom-esque related. It is only in a kind of Metroid Prime 4 sense of an yeah. announcement. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a teaser for kind of here's like a sort of feel for the game, but you're not going to see it this year. Um, it's just like kind of in development at Bethesda. See, I don't know. It. I I don't know. I feel that they've got enough stuff at the moment. They've got some. They, I mean, they have another Fallout game coming out. Um, and uh, Rage is the big one that they had oh, announced yeah, ages yeah. ago. That Rage I, two. That I feel that they can hold off Doom two. But the main, yeah, the main reason I thought one or the other of these is getting announced is because they could have kept Rage. Actually, no, because Rage was leaked. So they could have kept Fallout as the big surprise announcement because they have one every year. Um, And I'm trying to think, like, what is the Bethesda locker that could conceivably already be in development? Um, I guess my thing is I feel that Doom... It's that's one of the easiest predictions or one of the more obvious ones to go with, and I'm not liking it. So uh-huh. I mean, I, it's the one. <laughs> well, that that's I why want. I put in Elder Scrolls either, because yeah. presumably as soon as the main Fallout Four team were done, they went on to Elder Scrolls. Sure, sure. Um, your third prediction. Um, so I actually went wild with this one, and now I've kind of reined it in a bit, but that's only okay. because of uh, I, I, I probably isn't as wild as I went. Mm, my well, next one. Um. So, my original prediction was that there'd be, like, a a Fallout Shelter-type app for Doom. But that's just silly. But I will go with that there will be some sort of companion app for the new Fallout game, similar to Fallout Shelter was for Fallout 4. Um, Yeah, I reckon there'll be some sort of companion app um, released, either in conjunction or a little bit later down the line. Yeah, I don't think that's that, that that unreasonable. Fallout Shelter, like, burned pretty bright for a little while, and I think it's it's a great kind of, like, you release that, and it's a way for somebody to, like, if you give them a version of Fallout Shelter 2, say, that, that's Vault 76, and you can, by playing that game in the weeks leading up to release, you can get yourself a whole load of stuff that transfers across into the main game. That would be smart, yeah. I think. Yeah. My wild prediction... It's not going to happen, Mark. Not in a million years. Reboot of Commander Keen. <laughs> Boy, you... I try to think... It's you... like the last the last two or three years, it's been one id property after the other has gotten a reboot, and that's the one that's left. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, sure. Why not? Why? But, I mean, would it be a platformer, or like, what would it be? Oh, fucking no. <laughs> Could be a fucking RTS for all I know. <laughs> all right, sure. Yeah, I, that's that's pretty spectacular. Fair play. Yeah. You, you've 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 joined the club of mad predictions. So well done. Yeah, I'm taking that one. Um, the next is Square Enix, which will be on Monday, June the 11th at 6 p.m. GMT. Uh, Square has been uh, kind of real hit and miss the last couple of years um the one thing we know they definitely have this year is we're going to see something about shadow of the tomb raider um that's probably the the big end of year game for them but um other than that they've lost hitman so we're not going to see hitman uh, on square uh, and then after that there's a whole lot of properties that square own that are in some sort of kind of nebulous uh unknown state at the minute so uh, what, what do you think about the the square conference yeah there's not really um all 
that much. Like, I still haven't actually played either of the, the rebooted Tomb Raider games. I just... Oh, they're so good. Yeah, at some point I do need to get around to it, but... The I second never, one especially. I never oh. do. Um, so I, I don't have, like, that much interest coming into Shadow of the Tomb Raider just because I haven't played the other two. And then Kingdom Hearts 3, okay, it, you know, it has its audience, so good for them. Um... Do we see anything more about Final Fantasy VII? That's, you know, that's, uh, that's it's the big not, kicker. Uh, it's kind of related to something I'll say later, but... Uh, it's been if three it's, years since yeah, the announcement. But if Final Fantasy VII is going to show up anywhere, it's going to show up at Sony. Because it's got an exclusivity deal with Sony. That's true, that's true. A I timed mean, exclusivity I, deal. I guess we could still tie in with this anyway, depending on what your predictions are. But it, regardless of whether it's here or at Sony, the simple fact is it's been three years since that fucking thing was announced. And... Mm. I don't know. They're, they're going to do something. But then after that, yeah, I don't know really what else they have. Um, like, uh, Deus Ex is on the back burner. Um can't think of anything else really prominent at the moment so yeah i, I don't know what they're going to have this year uh, or what they're going to unless they're just going to sink a load of time into like gameplay footage of kingdom hearts 3 and shadow of the tomb raider uh i yeah I, my first prediction is related to one of the games you just said and my first prediction is that kingdom hearts 3 will be announced as releasing sometime before summer next year yeah, that's that seems reasonable. I mean, you say that, but think about how long it's been delayed. Wow, that's true. <laughs> think about how long they've been saying that game is coming out, but not saying when. So I'm gonna say they will at least say that it's before next summer. I won't go so so I won't go so bold as to say they will hit that date, but I will I will say they'll think they will. Um, what's your first? Uh, my first one is uh, there will be. A oh, which one do I go with? Which one do I go with? I'll do it, I guess, in conjunction. There will be a Kingdom Hearts Go game. Oh, how how what would the the kind of mechanic of that be? Uh, I I don't know. I guess I'll tell you actually. There, I'll, I'll remove the Kingdom Hearts bit. There will be a Go-type game. Now, what okay. property they use, because actually this makes it more of an actual chance that this will be a thing. Um, I Fuck knows what property they'll use, because I don't They want... could do Lara Croft Go 2 to lead up to Tomb Raider. They could. They could do that. Um, and actually, in fairness, the, the Lara Croft Go games are probably the best out of the, the three. Although I never played the, the Deus Ex one. Uh, and certainly the last uh, DLC expansion for the Lara Croft uh, go game was really really good so yeah uh, you know what fine uh, fuck it I, I will go with that it will be a Lara Croft 2 go game okay my second prediction just cause 4 oh alright yeah now it's time for some explosions man now do you think that they will do any kind of uh, like reboot or give, give me a little bit more here with, with uh, this so I, I think the one thing having played Just Cause 3 the one thing they have nailed down in the game is the gameplay that game is fun as hell to play yeah. the messing around with the physics messing around with the tools and stuff you can get in that game aces uh, I think if there's one thing they try and refine in this is that they actually try and put in a story that's worth a fuck 
um I, I and i think one of the big selling points if you want me to put down like what's the big selling point of this game i think it'll be that it's the biggest just cause ever it's the biggest map they've ever had sure uh, sure uh, yeah fair enough that makes sense it was a it was a very pretty looking game that last one as well the the island it was set on was just gorgeous looking i really i really had fun with that game but because there's shit all story to it you really burn on it burn out on it really quick yeah it's like the ultimate kind of sandbox fuck around kind of thing but it, it past that you do kind of you lose kind of a sense of things to do pretty quickly um but like because i remember i downloaded the um when it was on ps plus and i'd fun for about an hour or two but i just i lost interest pretty quickly yeah uh, what is your third prediction? Uh, my third one. How mad do I want to go? Because I've got a couple I could go with here. Hmm. I don't think that they would announce any kind of anything to do with uh, Neil Automata in terms of publishing that. Um. I can't even remember if they still own it at, them at this time, but fuck it. I'll sell, they'll, they'll, they'll do a, a Final Fantasy VII announcement like Sony did, but with Chrono Trigger there. Okay, okay. Um, I am going to... So I have my third prediction, but I'm going to throw it there because you invited me to do so by putting in the, uh, the Final Fantasy VII thing. Uh, I think we go this whole weekend without anyone saying anything about that remake. Yeah just again i was right last year i said it last year and they never was no trailer nothing <laughs> so yeah i i think we we don't see a thing about and it's across again. square enix and sony yeah yeah that's that's a that's a really strong prediction actually uh because you could really go either way on it but uh, <laughs> they did go one way on it last year well, that's for sure <laughs> um but my actual moonshot prediction the one i had in here lodged is my third prediction and this is this is a wild one but it's one that's coming one of these years Square Enix announces its Avengers game. Ooh. So you remember nearly two yes, years ago, they announced their partnership with Marvel. Yeah. Uh, it's them uh, with, I think the two studios are Crystal Dynamics, who are doing the Tomb Raider games, and Eidos Montreal, who were doing Deus Ex and are not anymore. Um, I, I think based on the teaser that we saw when the partnership was announced, I think the first game is Avengers related. And I think it gets announced this year to keep up in, in the hype of we're in the middle of two Avengers movies at the moment. So I think you get people, the appetite nice and wetted. It, it probably doesn't have any gameplay in it, um, but you will at least get some sort of announcement regarding it. But what kind of game, what was the, um, the big MMO flop from, a year or two that was superhero. Was there a DC game that was released? There was a Marvel one. It was a Marvel Heroes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just flops. Yeah. Um, so I'm presuming that they'll go more uh, kind of story. I, I think this is a orientation. Yeah, I think this is a story story driven third person action game of some description. Interesting. Um, that's that's what I think. Um, moving on next. What have we got on the schedule? Ah, yes, our old friends Ubisoft. And they will be having their conference on Monday, June the 11th at 9pm GMT. Dave, can they in any way top last year? 
uh, with Mario Cross Rabbids. I mean, the whole thing from top to bottom. And like, Ubisoft beyond, had a great presentation last year. Beyond Good and Evil 2 as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will. I think one of the best things they could do is either stick to the, the format of doing just game announcement, game announcement, game announcement. Or if you're going to have somebody talk for any length of time, please bring back Aisha Tyler and don't give one of your geeks that hasn't seen the light of day in three years a microphone. <laughs> I mean, that like at least the board, I, really. Aisha Tyler was great because when the when she was being funny, she was great, and when the conferences were bad, she was leaning into it. Yeah, uh, and I miss her dearly. So, so no big shock if we say we're expecting to see more about Beyond Good and Evil Two, right? Ah. Is that your first prediction? No, no, no. It's not my first prediction, but it's... Ah, well, my first prediction then, so I'll go first, is that we don't see Beyond Good and Evil 2. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, Whoa! I think that was I think that was the re-announcement trailer to let you know that it's still being worked on. Um, I, I, think they're, I think they play smart now, and they don't tease it again until they have something substantial. And I'm not sold, because everything has gone real fucking quiet about that game. See, um, I think it's gone real quiet because they are going to. And again, this isn't one of my actual predictions because mine are all mad. But um, I, I think that, yeah, they've gone quiet just because they're just like, either they'll just open out um, their conference with um, like, here's, you know, 10 minutes of gameplay footage or whatever. Uh, or they'll have it as the, the last kind of show steal a bit. But... Uh, it's a it's a bold claim to put down, my friend. It's a bold would you, claim. Would you like to make that an official counter bet of yours to try and steal a point off me? Well, I mean, considering one of mine was the new Assassin's Creed game will be presented by Michael Fassbender, I guess I could tick that one off and <laughs> yeah, I think so. Go for the they'll they'll open with uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Okay. Okay. Um, my second prediction then and this is one that's going to pique mark robinson's interest this is my of the remaining two predictions this is the wilder one uh new rayman game in the ubi art engine yeah see i thought about this but i don't know my the one thing i will say is that i would love to have uh another rayman game but i feel that Rayman Legends uh, did pretty much everything that needed to be done within that game or that series of games, basically. Because um, I still think I actually prefer Origins to Legends, just because Origins did it first, and and you know Legends was an extension of that, but it didn't add anything totally new. So, like, why I would be more than happy to play another Rayman game if it's exactly like the last two? I it, it doesn't have me uh, as compelled. Um, I wonder whether it would be a case of... Like, if they want to do something more with that engine, like, I'm all on board with that, because uh, those two games... Um, was it Child of Light, I think? Um, I think that's what it was called. Like, they're yeah. incredible-looking games. Child of Light, uh, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, was Art engine as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, like, one of the, the games I'm playing on the Switch at the moment has a visual style very, very uh, similar to that. So, you know, I'd love to see them do more with that. I'm not sure if it's exactly specifically a Rayman game, Rayman platforming game that I want to see. But, I, you know, I'll take it if they announce it. Uh, what is your second prediction, then? Uh, Just Dance will have a fucking mental dance routine again. 
<laughs> that is the lamest prediction I've ever heard. That's like predicting the sun's going to come up tomorrow, you <laughs> chancer. Hey, I've had some fuck. I fucking said there'll be a handheld duke. Right? I'm it's allowed just, this one. Yeah, it's just so you can slide in these easy points. I see your game, Robinson. Fair enough. Trust uh, me, my... you wait till my third one, all right? <laughs> my third prediction is that the Division 2 will be spring 2019. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's going to be late 2018. Wouldn't be surprised, but also would uh, would think that maybe Ubi will look at the fact that we've got uh, a Battlefield game, a Call of Duty game, and Red Dead Redemption coming out in the latter half of this year, and maybe waiting till the start of 2019 wouldn't be the worst thing they could do. Sure. Uh, where do you think it'll be set? Um, I actually was watching when i was doing research uh today to try and figure out what i thought was going to happen uh i saw one prediction video or article where someone said it was going to be set in london oh, and yeah, i sure. i like that idea yeah. i think new i think they've done new york now and i think the hackneyed thing is to go west coast you know what um, we haven't had a lot of games in the the time of games being in 3d set in london like Since outside the getaway. Of the getaway yeah um so it, the order 1886 man there was that and there was also <laughs> assassin's creed syndicate uh but in modern london um yeah it, it's it's sure yeah that makes the most sense to me yeah having your hideout inside the shard be great exactly exactly um all right all right you ready for you ready for a moonshot because i got one i am I was sitting back. All right. There will be another crossover game between Nintendo and Ubisoft. <laughs> okay. It will be Mario and Tom Clancy <laughs> as they deal with infiltrating Bowser's cocaine den. Okay. <laughs> Ghost Recon Mushroom Kingdom. Is it any madder than Mario and Rabbids in a fucking XCOM light? Really? I mean, it's a... It's at least as mad. I will say that <laughs> it's at least as mad. But fair play, you have it. You cannot be accused of going for the easy point on that one. Thank I will you. say. Thank you very much. Uh, so after that, then, uh, as we discussed before, there's the the PC gaming showcase, which is on the same night uh, at eleven o'clock. But we're gonna skip forward a few hours. Uh, Two a.m. Uh, Tuesday, June twelfth, GMT. It is Sony who the last few years... I think last year was a little bit disappointing in as much as there was some cool trailers, but nothing was coming out anytime soon. Now, Mark. Sony, they're winning this generation at a fucking canter. They don't really have anything to prove at this point. They've already said that the games they are going to have at this thing for sure are Death Stranding, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, which is out this year, Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Sh- Ghost of Tsushima, and Day is Gone. These are the things we know, and probably Dreams, because that got um, those people that were getting hands-on demos of that at Judges Week. Um, are Sony kind of trying to temper expectations to say don't expect anything more than this, or can we expect a few surprises? I mean. It seems weird to say, like, temper your expectations about what we'll have at this conference, considering the fucking things that they have uh, to show include what looks to be a very good Spider-Man game, a Mm -hmm. sequel to 
um, one of the games that a lot of people argue as being the best game of the last generation and the remake uh, or the HD release being, you know, one of the best games of this generation. Um, the next fucking Hideo Kojima game, like, mm-hmm. what, more re- do you want? what more do you really need, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, did you see the game they announced today, by the way, as we're recording this? We recorded this on the Wednesday. Oh, it was like the fucking the... Tetris thing. The VR Tetris Fever Dream, man. Yeah, that's that's... Fucking... Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I would try that in VR, don't get me wrong. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm more curious about uh, what stuff they'll announce um, outside of just the, the normal games. Like, I'm curious about... Um, certain business model decisions and some of them coming to my predictions um i'm very curious to see what they'll announce about vr if they you know double down on that or if they really sort of take their thought off and admit that it's not doing as well as they hope even though they kind of say it is uh and then as always like well what will they say about the vita will will Mm -hmm. we even hear the word mentioned (laughs) um i think last year i guessed no and i think i was right because they they got all the vita stuff out of the way on that pre-show do you remember they just dropped that undertale was coming out and remember they had like the the best announcements the best surprise announcements were all on the 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 pre-show yeah and like they've only they've already uh just dropped uh stardew valley on the vita which i mean when i heard that was like it wasn't already on the uh, the visa i know right yeah (laughs) Shall we uh, Shall we do some uh, predictions? Yeah, do you want to go first this time? Alright, I have one that is a bit of a moonshot, but I think is actually, like, uh, would be very interesting. Um, and I look forward to hearing your takes. Um, Hold on, so, let me take a drink in case I need to spit it out. Okay, so, so Sony have announced that the, the PS Plus model is, um, <laughs> like, they're cutting away, like, the PS3 games and I think the Vita games as well. Uh, and they've actually increased the price of it as well. I think they're doing that because they're going to merge PS Plus and PS Now. That's not the wildest prediction I've ever heard. I think that day is coming. Um, I don't know if it'll be this year. Um, but uh, I think perhaps a thing that would maybe lean me towards thinking you're right is that they've really been pushing hard you getting a subscription on that now. Have you noticed that on the home screen of our PS4s, there's a demo for it now. You can uh, get a free no, trial. I've, I've not noticed that. Yeah, it's on the home screen of the uh, on the EU store anyway. Like on your literal home screen, where the games you like your your start screen, there's uh, try PS uh, now for thirty days. Oh, really? Uh, a part of me thinks maybe that's to wring the last few dollars they can possibly out of the market before they go and combine it with PS Plus. Yeah. Um. Maybe I I I I wouldn't I won't bet against you, but I wouldn't take that bet either. Okay, fair enough. Uh, my first prediction, and it's one based on games uh, we know are going to be there, is that uh, either Ghost, a Ghost of Tsushima, or Death Stranding, one of them will be announced as a 2019 game, uh, and I will go further than that and say if the game is Death Stranding, it will not hit that date. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I I was going to contest that neither of those games are coming out in 2019. I, I think of the two of them, Ghost of Tsushima is the one more likely to hit a 2019 date. But I don't, don't think there's any way in the world because they didn't have an engine until about a year and a half ago that uh, Death Stranding is going to be 2019. Yeah, just just I, I'd be fucking stunned if that was the case. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm not going to fully contest that because, yeah, I, I could see Sashima being 2019. Um, but, uh, yeah, right. I'll let you off on that one. Um, this is actually probably my uh, weakest, most lightest uh, prediction uh, out of everything that we've said so far, and is that they'll announce PUBG for PS4 properly, like actually with, hey, yep, yeah, this is the thing, and here's the, the here's the date, here it is, boom, there. Mm, okay. Um, uh, you again, know what? actually, I'll even I'll go further than that. I'll say that they'll announce it, and it will be released within. Uh, within three months. Okay. Okay. Uh, my next one is to say that um, there will be a surprise appearance from whatever the pro- uh, the project is, either Bloodborne Two or whatever the new From Software project that we saw um, teased very briefly is, where we're going to see that uh, proper trailer. <sighs> sure. I. That's not. Again, and I think that I think that game is probably next year. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think that's an unreasonable shout as well. So, mm. yeah. Okay. All um, right. I, my 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 last one, by the way, is uh, an absolutely wild one that I think you'll really enjoy. I have an easy one, but a wild one as well. But you go for your last one. Okay, I got a fucking wild one for you. Go on. Uh, are you ready? You're braced? Yeah. Uh, they will announce a full, and I mean full ship and Final Fantasy VII style remake of Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh, I'd fill my drawers. Um, <laughs> I, I think because of their partnership the last few years, I think if that was going to happen, it would show up on Microsoft because Microsoft got all the Metal Gear Solid Five stuff. Um. What I'd really like is for a way Xbox could do it without costing much money is just to make Metal Gear Solid 3 and 4 backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised. to I went to have a look and see, and, and none of the Metal Gear Solid games are backwards compatible um, with, with Xbox One. It's not the strangest idea I've ever had, but I, I don't know if I... Given my complex feelings on Konami, to say the least, uh, I don't know, you know how what? I'd feel You're about not, that one. I don't really think they're that complex at this point. No, no, I don't think they're. Um, okay, so my final two, and the the more grounded one, I think this game is happening and happening in the relatively near future. I don't know if it's going to be announced at E3, and I don't know if it's going to be announced at Sony, but I'm putting it down here and saying Hitman Season 2. Uh, yeah, um... Where would that be announced? Where would uh, that be? Because it won't be at Square. It would have been at uh, Square. Oh no, but... yeah, obviously it won't be at Square. Um, you... I I think Sony, it, I, with their third party like partnership scheme, I think if it if there's a possibility, I think they would love to have IO show up. It would say it would be a nice surprise, and it would save them having to like spoil one of the announcements they want to hold for a later date. Yeah, and the thing as well, like even though Hitman wasn't the biggest, like it's not exactly like Sony are fucking desperate for a banger uh, yeah. of a game. So yeah, uh, that is very very logical. So sure, and I, I for for a bo- for a bonus point on that particular prediction, I'll also say that um, at some point it'll be announced that uh, as a pre order bonus, if you pre order Hitman Season Two digitally you get season one for free that's i think a, that's, smart. Ooh, that's, that'd be also, smart that's wild all right 
Um, and uh, the really wild prediction I have that I don't expect to get a point for whatsoever, which is why I'm throwing out a fourth one here because it's mad, is um, reboot of Siphon Filter. <laughs> All right, Dave, go home. <laughs> I tell you, it's one of the last like Sony franchises they haven't like because this you know Ghost of Tsushima is as close as anyone's getting to Onimusha coming back. Um, All right, I'll also go mad. I'll say that. Uh, the next Pro Evo... just coming back. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the next Pro Evo game will have his own Avengers demo attached. <laughs> I'd, I'd be hyped for that, my friend. Okay, that's that's Sony in the bag. Our final one, of course, is Nintendo uh, taking place on uh, Tuesday, uh, June the twelfth at five PM GMT. Uh, last couple of years, it's been announcement central. Um, they've been knocking it out of the park with the Switch. There's hella games coming out. We know because it's a couple of weeks before it comes out, we're going to see some final teasers for Mario Tennis Aces, which we're going to talk in more detail about next week on the podcast. Um, we will probably get to see something to do with Yoshi, because that game is allegedly coming out this year. Still. Um, but outside that, it's Nintendo. Nintendo are fucking insane. So, like, there is probably no guess here that you could completely laugh out of the room. Although, Mark, I'm sure, is going to attempt to prove me wrong on that one. I <laughs> I, I do have a few kind of legitimate actual questions for you. Um, do you think... I have... I, sorry, before we go in, I, I do have three predictions and then a fourth one that's just designed to pop you. Okay, all right. <laughs> but go on, what well, do I think? Let's go back to um, some actual proper questions. Do they announce yeah. anything for iOS and Google, uh, a, a mobile game? Uh, do they take one of the franchises, they, as they've been doing over the last two years or so, and do they make a mobile port or version? Uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, well, they've already done that, so whether it's a sequel. Oh yeah, or... sorry. It's yeah, it's Fire Emblem, the the Switch game that's supposedly in development. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because I'm wondering, I don't know. I I don't know what. Well, you know what they could do? They could make a, a kind of a free to play Mario Kart racer. They are doing that, aren't they? Oh, are they? They announced that. Yeah, they're doing it. There's oh, a Mario Kart. Of course game they did. Yeah. Of course they did. Oh, yeah, that was there at the back of my brain. All right, never mm. mind. Um, oh, I got it. Pikmin. Yeah, Pikmin would be a really good shout, actually. Um, the, uh, I guess they could do something really simple with that and, and use touchscreen controls. Yeah. yeah, no, Pikmin's a very good shout. Fair enough. Um, uh, do they announce anything, unless this is one of your predictions, do you think they'll announce anything more about uh, Labo and have additional accessories or, or whatever, or just kind of expand uh, on that? I think maybe a little bit too soon. I think the best time to do that, if I were Nintendo, uh, because of some of the things I'm predicting they're going to say and, and some of the things that are coming out soon, I think maybe wait until September, do a direct, and say, oh, here's the, the new Labo packs just in time for Christmas. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Um, the, the, the thing about Nintendo is Nintendo are so hard to predict because they'll just fucking throw out a direct out of nowhere. That, that is my favorite so, thing about them. Yeah, they're not like a lot of people who like are kind of beholden on E3 to be where they announce all their shit. They can just hold loads of stuff in reserve and they don't give a shit because they're Nintendo, so fuck you. Um, shall we get into predictions then? Oh, I've got some bangers for you, my friend. Okay, is it me first this time? Uh, sure, why not? 
Okay. Uh, my first one, uh, the Smash Brothers game is new. It's coming out this year. It's the big Christmas game. Uh, and for a bonus half point, I will say that one of the characters teased for it will be either Solid Snake, Banjo. <laughs> Uh, well, because uh, Phil, Phil Spencer had some interesting comments about wanting to work with Nintendo. Oh, really? I was not aware uh, of this. Uh, it was last year sometime about because people were saying about like the rare properties that Microsoft technically own and Nintendo can't use anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and someone said something to him. He goes, hey, like, we'd love to talk with Nintendo about this. You know, it was after I think everyone talked about, hey, look, Ubi is teaming up with Nintendo. Hey, would you ever do that, Phil Spencer? And he was like, fuck, yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Solid Snake, Banjo, or uh, the Rabbits. The Rabbits. <laughs> I think that Rabbits game like really was such a success that I, I think you put the Rabbits in Smash Brothers. I do think not, kids are going to go crazy for do that. Do you know shit. the thing is, you could you right there have about ten additional characters because you can just have like Luigi Rabbit or Peach Rabbit yeah. or whatever. Well, I think, like, the rabbits could do a similar thing to Kirby and, like, suck in the other characters and become, like, yeah. rabbit this, rabbit that. Like, um, so, yeah, Banjo, rabbits, or Solid Snake for the for the bonus point. But the, the main prediction is that Smash Brothers is, in fact, a new game, not a reboot, and it's out this year. Sure. That's, yeah, it's going to be one or the other, and it's, I imagine it's more likely that... Um, I oh, so you've actually given me from the information you've just given me there, you've given me kind of a a, a wild fourth pick as well, even though all okay. four of my picks. Well, are mad. I I have I have a wild fourth pick, so let's let's do four picks on this. Then. Okay, so um, I'll start with that one then. Just on the information you've given me, uh, they'll announce <laughs> information that I have pulled out of my head, yeah. or the information about Phil Spencer <laughs> about Phil Spencer. Uh, okay, that they'll announce uh, Viva Pinata for Switch. Ooh. because wouldn't that just be the best fucking thing ever that would be amazing that would be amazing also yeah i think that was the other thing like someone had pointed out that um it doesn't the nintendo switch version of minecraft communicate with the xbox it does yes just, yeah so like there is some sort of channel open there um i mean between... this is this is a little bit more extreme than that <laughs> a little bit a little bit but i you know like it, it, it would behoove um Microsoft. Well, actually, in too. fairness, because wasn't there, there was a Viva Pinata game for the? I want to say there was one for the DS or the 3DS. So I guess it's not. That's not that wild of a prediction. Then I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and Nintendo are so far out in third that I don't think Microsoft would feel threatened by like putting Viva Pinata on there. It's not really going to be a, a system seller. Uh, or letting Banjo be in Smash Brothers because I think that's good promo uh, if they're going to try and do um, try and revive another that Banjo franchise. Game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's been a lot of talk lately. I've heard a lot of talk about them trying to revive Perfect Dark, um, and an easy way to do that would be to make that a uh, nice, pretty up port of Perfect Dark be available on Switch. I but don't know. I, I don't know if they. That's not a prediction, by the way. That's just me no, talking. No, no, I know. But I just, I don't know about Perfect Dark, whether that's... I, I don't think a new game would be good, but I love playing that old game, let yeah, me tell you. Yeah, I guess. Um, my second prediction is an actual proper meaty trailer for Metroid Prime 4. Okay. Um, I'm not going to contest this. I'm going to give my own version of my prediction for that, but continue. Okay, no, that's it. 
Okay, uh, Metroid Prime 4, there will be a meaty trailer, but what they'll actually announce is that Metroid Prime 4 is a futuristic racer because Nintendo are the biggest trolls ever and we're never getting a, uh, an actual F-Zero game. No, well, we are uh, we are getting a racer game and that's Star Fox. Yeah, and Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> it's all racing games. It's all futuristic racers from this point out. <laughs> was that your actual prediction? That, or is, or my, was that... that is my stone-cold legit prediction. <laughs> okay. Um, my third prediction then is because I've already said I already gave you Pikmin for iOS so I won't say there's a Pikmin Switch game on the way but I will say that they will uh, do the announcement trailer kind of like Metroid Prime or Yoshi from last year they'll do the announcement trailer for Animal Crossing on Switch yeah I, it's, I, I'd be stunned if it wasn't this year uh, yeah yeah. I'm trying. I like it, you, you. Try to think with Nintendo is like who's left in the locker because Kirby is already out. We know about Metroid Prime. We know there's a core Pokemon game coming next year. We know there's the sort of like Pokemon Gaiden games coming out this year. But let's go Eevee. Let's go Pikachu. Um. So what is there left? And the big two I could think I could drudge up were Pikmin and Animal Crossing. We already know. Um. Fire Emblem is under development for Switch, but we don't know like what the status of that is, and I don't think that's the big one to pop Western audiences. Um, so Animal Crossing is well, my, you know what? Well, just to keep it spicy, I will contest that and say there'll be no mention of Animal Crossing. So, because I don't think okay. I've contested many of your uh, no your your suggestions, so I'm going to contest that one. Okay, now we move into to finish things off here. The absolutely wild predictions. Yeah, well, well, I mean, sorry, I like Metroid Prime 4 being a futuristic racer wasn't. Uh, the, this one is actually... Uh, I'll see what you think of it. Uh, Splatoon 2 will announce that it'll have a Battle Royale mode. That's not the worst idea in the world. Uh, uh, I'd uh? fucking play that. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to do something, like, cause, because of how quickly people can die in it, like, how easily they can... Um, yeah, it'd have to be, like, I'd really love to see them try and tackle it. It'd be one of the few games that if they said they'd have Battle Royale mode, I'd be like, hello. I'm not uh, sure, well... We're definitely going to get some Splatoon 2, because that Octo... Um, what's it called? It's the... Octo... Single... No, it's... I'm just thinking of that fucking uh, Square Enix game when I hear Octo with the terrible name. Oh, uh, Project Octopath Traveler. That <laughs> fucking thing. Uh, which looks like a really good game, and it that's does, in July. Actually. So I, we'll, we'll, I, probably, we'll, we'll probably see some of that. I enjoy that demo. I, okay, maybe not so much a battle royale, but I'd like it if they would possibly um, drop like a couple of levels that allow for larger teams of up to eight or ten, yeah, twelve. Well, they could, they could, like I said, they they could pile it into the the single player expansion that's coming out this summer. Indeed, indeed, they could. Which I have pre-ordered, and I'm very excited for because I fucking love Splatoon too. Mm-hmm. It's like the most unexpected thing in the world that I turned around on a multiplayer shooter, but here we are. It's well, Nintendo, Miracle Workers. It's not a multiplayer shooter, it's a multiplayer splatter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My wild prediction, Mark. Are you sitting down? I'm I embraced. Are you seated comfortably? I think I did this last year and it popped you as well. Alright. Mother three. Oh yeah, I think you did do this last year. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I think this will be a staple of the program. As long as this program's around and they don't announce it, I will predict this every year. Will you be stunned if I say I'm going to contest this one? I am shocked. Am I even technically allowed to? Because you've made it quite clear this is as, as mad of a prediction as you can come up with. Why not? You, you go ahead. I, I will contest that. <laughs> because you had some wild ones that I didn't contest, so... That's true. You didn't actually contest Mario and Tom Clancy, and that was... Yeah, yeah. I fucking should have, but I was too busy <laughs> laughing at you. <laughs> See, that was my plan. Yeah, it was. Um, all right. 
And my last one, and if they don't do this, I will be very upset because I will be buying this game. Uh, they will announce that Roy will be a character for Mario Tennis Aces. Ah, <laughs> he is your boy. Because Roy is the boy, and he uh, he deserves his spot in the in the spotlight. I mean, is that any less ridiculous than fucking Chain Chomp with a tennis racket? <laughs> uh, no, it's probably less ridiculous actually. Um, I, the, you know what? I wish that Chain Chomp wasn't as OP as he is because everything about the character design of him playing tennis is fucking marvelous. Yeah, yeah. That's we, it. We'll talk about it next we'll week. Well holy hell am I excited for that game. Yeah, definitely. Played the fuck out of it this weekend. Fuck Rosalina. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's um, just boo, but not <laughs> this time. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for the, the, the E3 Predictacular for this year, Mark. Um, any closing thoughts on this year? Um, any Anything else you want, you want to add? Any, any feelings you have? Um, I'm now currently more excited about E3 now I've actually had I've sat down with you and had this discussion because um, yeah. I can't wait to see all of my predictions come through uh, <laughs> yeah of course because of you know I am I am Nostradamus um, but I mean the thing is is like I, I'm not going to be able to actually kind of sit down and watch any of these as they happen I'm going to be doing a lot of catch up with this um, yeah I, I won't see any of the ones on the 9th but I should see most of the other ones uh, and I, I like the fact that there's, you know, like Sony have just gone, look, here's pretty much everything that you're going to see. Um, because it still does leave the 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 idea that like, they still could announce like one big surprise on top of everything that they're going to kind of show us more of. And there yeah. is stuff that I am massively curious about. Like I just, and you know, I'm pretty sh- pretty much sure everyone is the same. Like what the fuck is Death Stranding as an actual thing to play? <laughs> you know? Do you know what? That's, I, I actually had that down in my original draft as a prediction is that we'll get a uh, trailer for Death Stranding and we still won't know what it is. <laughs> It's not the wildest. I, I, yeah, I even at one point had so far as to say, Kojima will be on the stage playing the game and we'll still have no idea what it is. That would also be fabulous. But, like, yeah. we've had a really good year uh, since E3 last year for, for games. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, video games as a whole are in a good place right now. Uh, not so much uh, a portion of the people that play them, but what you're going to do about it. Um, and E3 as a whole, in the way that it is presented, how uh, publishers and developers and companies as a whole um, use that as a platform to show their games, uh, and the way that they are evolving with that, as we've seen with Nintendo over the last couple of years, and Microsoft with the changes that they're making. Uh, E3, it's... You know, they're doing the, the, the things to make it more uh, consumer-focused and trade-focused, uh, which is probably the the best thing to do, um, but also fuck ever going to E3 because that just seems like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, uh, I will also make my final confident prediction that the best part of E3 this year will be the giant bomb night shows, uh, I, as fucking always. I guess we made no predictions about what John Vignaki would do this year. There is apparently um, that 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 the 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 drunk cast to end uh, E3 might not happen this year because Dave Lang has meetings. Oh, what? Yeah, but he's saying he's trying to make it happen. <laughs> just do um, fucking meetings on the show. I'm just I'm very excited to see whose mobile phone number gets given away on Twitter <laughs> this year, <laughs> or what word was uh, accidentally used in predictive text. It's <laughs> gonna be so good. <laughs> Uh, or oh. what wrestler will just show up? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I have one 
final one final prediction that both of us have done a massive oversight on uh, across the whole of E3. Hash, hashtag Skate 4. Hashtag Skate 4. That one's for Peter. Now that one, if that is true, <laughs> I win automatically. All right, that is the golden buzzer. All right. Okay. But no, because I still want to win. I'm not allowing it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for the, the E3 Predictacular for this year. I'm looking forward to uh, a weekend of really awkward press conferences, followed by a week of uh, intoxicated night shows uh, on my video game website of choice. So uh, for the two of us here, myself, Dave Ryan and Mark over there, uh, this has been a very special edition of linked the cast uh check us out check all our social links and everything in the the, the description for the, this audio that you're listening to because i'm quite tired from predicting and i'm not going to do my usual spiel so we shall see you all next week as we review our scores and see how wildly inaccurate we were au revoir <laughs>